0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy Joel Cornell over here. I'm joined today with Christian Relis and Hayden Lynn Cunisellis. We are back with the Juice Boys Podcast, and it's episode four today. What's up, guys? How are you? Let's
1: go! It's really, it's really been a minute, huh? A lot of things have happened. Yes, yes sir. A lot. A lot of things have happened.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, well, oh, congratulations, Joao, you know, nah, this has happened uh, in the midst of all this, but you've moved into another place, you know, doing good things now, big things, so congrats. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever give you the congratulations, you, you know. Thank you, dude. We've been waiting for this day.
0: Yeah, we we <laughs> talked about it in the last episode, like I, I had, I had a had big, big project. Yeah, yeah, we kind of, we kind of hinted at it. Yeah, I had big news, but I couldn't say what it was. So, yeah, guys, now I can say it. I'm the official new member of the Clubhouse Europe. For those who don't know, Clubhouse is an American brand. Okay, they have houses in L.A., Vegas. I think they have a house in New York, too. I'm not sure. And they have this house in Europe. And I signed with them. Now I'm officially a professional content creator in the house, <laughs> making big things over here. And I'm so excited to bring you all along to this project. I'm going to be telling you a lot more about it on my YouTube channel. going to be doing fun videos with the people in the house. My Instagram too. I post a lot of stories every day. So if you guys are interested and want to know a little more about my routine over here, just follow me on my socials and that's about it. All right, so let's get to the episode.
2: All right, Joao.
0: Here. Today's topic is being alone. Right, guys? Yeah, kind of like yeah. growing up alone. Exactly. Exactly, because a lot of us, we had this experience because of soccer. Y'all that have been listening to us, y'all know. We all played soccer at some point. Hayden still plays. And that brings us the good the goods into bads and one of those those things is that we had to leave our homes really early and we had to be alone away from our families and that was really really tough in some some moments but really good in others and we want to talk more we want to talk a little more about it like how is it growing up by ourselves like from a certain age and having to make decisions by ourselves having to take care of our own like our own lives you know we want to tell a little bit of our experiences and just tell you guys like how it feels what it is like the good parts the bad parts and all that so Hayden how was your experience living alone and like when did you move away from home like tell, tell us more about it
1: Oof. Um I moved to Spain when I was 13 without my parents. Um so I was really uh young and you know it was a sacrifice. Um and a lot of people don't realize how much of a sacrifice it is on both ends, like for your parents and for yourself. Um I mean, I moved away from home. And for those of you who don't know, I used to have like long hair and look like uh, Mowgli. Um, and my mom was all like, once you move out of the house, you can cut your hair. And I was like, uh, so excited because I moved out of the house and I cut my hair. But like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait, did your mom uh,
2: not let you cut your hair or what? I'm confused. Yeah,
1: my mom didn't let me cut my hair. The I smoke hooker, that ass looked like Mowgli. <laughs> yeah I, I looked like i sh- look came out straight out of the jungle book like <laughs> it was yeah but it, it was cool though you had you had nice hair it was yeah, just really um, really long yeah it was really long um, but i mean that's that's like the funny part of it but i mean a lot of it it's a lot of nights of thinking like staying up thinking missing your parents um missing that guidance um you know wanting to go home being in a country that doesn't speak the same language as you it's I mean it really took a toll on my mental health uh when I was younger I think but it also made me a stronger person so um I mean obviously I think that I'm still recovering from some of those things um just like probably all uh I mean all of us are who have been away from home in a similar situation like that. It's, it's just a whole different experience and you really grow up fast. Um, You really, you really get pushed into taking responsibility for things that you didn't think you had to. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we all had a little bit of a different experience. I experienced it really young. I think Joao was the second youngest to experience
0: it. I think Lawson, like oh. from us, from yeah. us, I was the second, but Lawson from our group, friend group, was the youngest for sure. Yeah, that youngest. Year.
1: Um, and then I mean, Chris came when he was eighteen or seventeen.
2: I was seventeen when I first came over here and turned eighteen, maybe like four months after but you know like just being away from my parents and like the time that i could you know like the two months that i could go to spain when we were smaller and all that stuff and like you yeah. know going to different camps and all that stuff. i actually found it a relief
1: no yeah i mean it wasn't a relief at some point but i mean for instance now i really i mean i miss my parents for instance like um I, you just have to think like I. I think the most important years when you're growing up are your early teens to late teens. I think, I think those are the most important because those are the most inf- The mo- the years where you're most influenced, um, and you kind of figure out who you are as a person. And my parents weren't there for that.
0: Yeah. So. That- it's a really tough age when you're like from those ages from like 13 up to 16 or we go through so much like changes through so yeah, much like, changes and like i mean not having your parents over there must have been tough I, I had a little different situation but i i can only imagine what like what it was for you you know like being alone at 14 having to pretty much take care of yourself yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to clarify, I wasn't
1: like totally alone. I did have, um, what I consider like my second family who was looking after me, which is, um, somebody who I consider like, um, uh, my brother who we used to say that we were cousins. Um, we're not really that related, but like, we're basically brothers cause we grew up together. Richie, um, his, uh, aunt and uncle are the ones who basically raised me since until I was
0: 17 Mm -hmm. yeah but still Um, like it's not your mom and your dad you know no i mean it's not my
1: mom and my dad but i'm i think i'm pretty sure there was one point in time in which i was so like torn between the two because like my parents weren't there to like talk to me about and beat your ass yeah and beat my ass or like talk to me or like get me like when i had bad grades like uh yell at me or like when I broke up with a girlfriend or something like, uh, be by my side when I was crying, or like, Mm -hmm. stuff like that, like, they weren't there. And those people were there. And I mean, it, it really kind of like, made my relationship with
0: my parents a little more complicated, I think, um, for a while, like, you felt like you're just you were distancing yourself from from parent from your parents. Is that like yeah. what you're trying to say?
1: Yeah, because I mean, to be honest, oh, they weren't there, like I said, to mm-hmm. like experience all of this. So a lot of the things they just couldn't understand because they weren't there.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. So,
1: so I mean, I would, I would get in, I was, I think, I felt like now looking back on it, I was probably a pretty big burden on my parents when I was younger Mm because of the way I acted and stuff, because I kind of did have that, like, rebel mentality when I was uh, growing up like that, Um, especially with the last few years, because I was just, like... um, I was totally, like, uh, love drunk, and it was, like, a really stupid time in my life. But um, it really... It really took a toll on a relationship. Luckily, now that we're, I think we're a lot, in a way better place than we were. Um, but yeah, it was tough. It was tough, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, as, as much as, like, they were there for you, it's never the same thing, you know, like, being with your parents. Obviously, no. obviously. No, I yeah, mean, yeah, I, And I understand that, like, this, what you said about Kind of feeling like your parents didn't understand some situations because they weren't there, but at the end of the day, I think they always had like the best intentions,
1: you know. Oh, for sure,
0: yeah. Every parent has. They just couldn't see the the bigger picture. My so, my, what? I was yeah, going to say. So going.
2: why don't you why don't you tell us about like how you grew up then? Because you said you're a little bit different, but you still moved out at like a pretty important time, right? Like.
0: So yeah, I'm, I moved out of Brazil to Spain at sixteen. My situation was that my dad was living in Spain already. He he had been living there for like three years. And he invited me over to visit. And it was interesting because I was, when I was about to board the plane in Sao Paulo to travel to Barcelona, my grandpa stops me at the gate. He's like, yo, your dad's going to invite you to stay over there and live there with him. And I think the best decision for you is to stay there because I don't really have more money to pay for your private school. Uh, Grandpa's gone broke. (laughs) I was like, all right, I'll think about it. And then I got to Spain. I fell in love with the city because Barcelona is an incredible city. Anybody that's been there loves at least some of it, you know. And I got a couple of tryouts in a couple of clubs, made it and decided to stay but like it was a little different because I still had my dad but for those who don't know my relationship with my dad before I moved to Barcelona was weird like Hayden with his parents when like for instance like they weren't there for him like it was I feel like similar with my dad because my dad and my mom got separated before I was even born then my mom got married with the guy that was like a dad for me. And I would still see my dad every like, uh, every once a week or once in two weeks, you know, but it wasn't the same thing. I I never had that. That like, wow, I look up to my dad and he's like my hero, you know, like that thing. It was always like, I my dad's my bro. He was always super chill. I would look up to him like as a, as a big bro, pretty much not, not a father, you know? And then when I moved to Spain, I, thank God, got the opportunity of getting closer to my dad. And now I look up to him like, damn, this guy, he's the guy, you know, like I'm only living whatever I'm living now, thanks to him. Because if he never had moved to Spain, I wouldn't be there and I wouldn't be where I am right now. So my situation away from home was like, it was weird in the beginning because I didn't have that relationship with my dad. So I would like keep a lot of things in secret because I didn't want to tell him. I would not, not in secret, like just to myself, you know, cause I never had to hide anything from him, but I just rather keep some things to myself. And I would cry sometimes at night because I was missing home. I have a little sister. I missed her a lot. And I was super, super close to my mom. So that's one thing I, I missed a lot. And I stayed like, three years without going back home. I, I, from February, 2018, up to November 2020. So like almost three years, I, I didn't see my family. And that was really tough for me. Like, it taught me to value the small things in life and the family. You know, when I saw my family, and I got to spend time with them, I was like, wow, this is like, the real thing, you know, like, you can have money, you can have cars, you can have fame, you can have whatever. But if at the end of the day, you don't have the people you love with you, that is nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. And like being, being alone in Barcelona, not alone, but like just away from most of my family made me realize that made me for sure a better person. It opened my mind. I was a complete different person. I had to grow up because my dad he's super chill and he's a dad but he wasn't he's not that guy that will like oh push you to do this this and that no he'll tell you like yo you got this and this you choose whatever you're gonna do and the consequence you're gonna deal with it it's your life i'm not gonna gonna choose anything for you you know he's that type very of very lax yeah very yeah lax. and like i i admire him for that so i had to make my own decisions every every time and it was always like really, really good, you know, it was, it was tough like being away from most of the family, but I, I, I think I got the the best out of it. You know, mm-hmm. that was my experience. Mm-hmm. What about you, Chris?
2: So my experience growing up was a little, it was way different from you guys, obviously, right? But I think that the the main point that I kind of want to take away from this is that we grew up living very different lives. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, you guys are very, like, I can tell you guys are very family oriented, right? And whereas me, you know, we kind of, I don't, I don't want to say we, because, you know, I don't know how my other brothers think, but I kind of grew up with this, this resentment, almost, you know, towards my parents and the way they raised me. Like, I always wish I had lax parents like Joao, or like like how your dad was, but... You know, if I, if I wasn't pushed by my parents, like how they pushed me, then I don't think that, you know, that I would be the same person that I am. Yeah. Because I look back and I see what my mom told me and I'm like, okay, like I see what she's saying about, you know, doing this, this and this and how I have to focus on this, this and this. But I only realized that after I was away, Mm -hmm. like... With school and all that shit, like, I, you know, I didn't give a fuck about school, you know, what I mean, I was like, whatever, I'm smart, I know that, you know, can go to mm-hmm. college, get a degree, you know, do whatever. But then, you know, I was like, left to Spain instead to go pursue a dream that my parents didn't want me to pursue. I look back and like, when things didn't work out, I was like, okay, I'll go to school now. But this time I'll try, you know, because I had that sense of responsibility of being alone. And... uh That was, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it was tough on me. The thing is, growing up, like, every time I was away from my parents, I'm telling you, I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Being away from my parents was a dream to me. And, you know, being in Spain was no different. Uh, Even being here right now, I don't like being under my parents' roof. And I really want to move out when I have the money to do so. Because I'm not very family-oriented. And that's just, like, you know what it is. I enjoy being with my friends more than being with my family. And, you know, I, the family that I enjoy being around with, you know, like they're like my friends, like my cousins, like who I love being around. They're like my friends. And so, you know, when I can treat them like that, I love it. But like, you know, like when they force you, like, you know, when you're forced to do things and it's like, okay, really? Like, like, I don't, I don't fuck with that. So like a lot of the times, like my families would come over and then like, you know, we were forced to like do stuff and I'm like, okay, like it's one thing, you know, when you see them as friends, but when they're not, it was like, okay, I don't want to do this. And, you know, because of that, every time that I was, every time that I was away, it was, it was a pleasure doing it, but I also had to realize the consequences that i do and like are like the the responsibilities that i have to bear because a lot of the times my parents would uh you know do things and i wouldn't have to take too much responsibility for it. like my parents would beat my ass occasionally right so like you know it's a part of growing up but i don't i don't know dude it's just it's uh you realize when you're outside by yourself that you have a lot more responsibilities that you'd have to take like what Hayden was saying There's a, there's a, there's a different weight that you carry. And I don't know. Sometimes I I think that the important thing is like with me is that I grew up with, uh, you know, parental guidance. And even though I didn't like that, I do, everybody needs it. And so that's why I wanted to, you know, that's why I I brought up the topic today because I, you know, I was intrigued to see how, you know, I differentiated from you guys because I know we, you know, we grew up living very
0: different lives. Yeah. I mean, honestly though like I feel like parent parental guidance is really important, but like I feel like some parents they they just try and control their kids' lives too much. You know? Yeah, and
2: I and I've seen the extremes before, you know, and it's like it's it's a uh, I wouldn't say my, my my parents are pretty extreme and they admit that. I talk to my mom about this all the time and she's all like You know, I really only do it because, like, I worry. And then it reminds me of, you know, one of our friend's moms, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. and the thing is, very smart woman, you know. She's a very smart woman. Is she a little, you know, like, uh, well, is she lax? No. No, she's not lax. And, you know, that's okay. You know, they grow up to be, it depends on the person. They can grow up to be very good people or they can go. They grow up to be very sneaky people, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, very bad people and i, I know like, cuz i've i've seen some people like that but oh, i'm sorry
0: go ahead no 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 it's fine Yeah, i cut you off <laughs> no no go ahead, go ahead go ahead but like i feel like it's good to have parental guidance but it's what you said like the extremes is never good too good you know cuz like sometimes i wish my dad was a little harder on me but he wasn't you know and from experiencing like friends of mine have really strict parents I know for a fact that if my parents were like that I would I would have killed myself (laughs) you know because it's like I am a person that I like to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do you know I I like that freedom that my parents always gave me and Uh like the the opportunity of making my own decisions so I feel like yeah kids need parental guidance but kids also need freedom And that's one thing we got from living abroad without our parents, you know? And I feel
2: like that was the joy in, like, doing so, like, you know, just being with your friends whenever you wanted to be with your friends and all that stuff. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I I get, I get, you know, like, the thing is, I'm the same way you are, but I did a lot of stupid things here under my Mm -hmm. parents' roof that, like, if I were to do in Spain, you know, and I got in trouble with the law, I would be fucked. You know what I mean? Wait, like, what? <laughs> like, like, no, 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 no. Like, listen, listen, listen. Like, for example, I don't know if I told you guys a story, but one time I took out my parents' car when I was fourteen to go see a girl.
0: Hell yeah, it, that's I, my boy I, right there.
2: I took it out. I took out my car. <laughs> no, and they know this, and they know what I'm talking about. But I took my, I took the car out at like three in the morning. This is, dude. I was fourteen, dude. What, how old am I now? It was seven years ago, dude. So I took out the car, and. uh I came home at like five and I saw that the lights were on in the living room. I was like, fuck, because I had to go up the stairs and then I, you know, that's where my house is. So I, uh, I left the, I unlocked the door and I heard the door lock. And I was like, I was like, it's me. And my mom opens the door, sends me to my room. I'm like, okay give me your phone with the password, told her everything. And then, you know, I went to sleep and I went to work for two straight weeks from 7am to two and then from five to 11. Bro. (laughs) Worst experience of my life. But you know, like, there I could, you know, do stupid. Okay. If I was in Spain right now and I were to do, you know, some dumb thing that would like get me in trouble like that, I would have to bear all responsibility for it. You know what I mean? So like being like disciplined in that, right. Yeah. And being taught what's wrong, you know, I feel Mm -hmm. like I, you know, grew up pretty well. And like, I felt like I was one of the only normal ones in the household when I first moved to Spain. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, Aiden, uh, but uh, like, well, because there was like, he knows what I mean, because there were some, you know, there were some people there. Yeah. No, yeah, I was, yeah. I, it, was, it was the joke between me and one of our friends, Sean. Like, oh uh, my we're only God. No- we're the only normal ones here.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, but there was like an extreme, bro. Like,
0: <laughs> what? Oh my God. Dude. I, I don't know who you guys were living with, but. Well, JJ. It was just,
2: it was me, Jay, A, and fucking Hayden. Oh, and and Sean and Sean. So Sean. I, I would tell Sean, I tell Sean all the time, he'd be like yeah, me and you are the only normal ones in the household. We gotta stick together. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, like, Bro. that's just what it is. I grew up to you know. Well, Hayden knows I didn't like him. We didn't we didn't get close until like I came back and we were both alone. You know, mm-hmm. like there's there's pros and cons. There's obviously pros and cons to being alone.
0: I still cannot believe you took your parents' car at (laughs) fourteen.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about that too. I'm like,
0: what the fuck? What was going through your mind, dude? I'm just saying, you know, I I had the opportunity
2: to get, you know, you know, to get some, you know, and I was all like, hell yeah, brother, I'm gonna go. I ended up forgetting a condom, and you know, I. I I I've
0: I've thought about stealing my grandpa's car, but I I never actually did it. Never had like the the actual balls to do it. Cause like I always had Uber and shit. I was like, so I could take the car and get in trouble, or I could just take an Uber and everything will be fine. What the fuck? The thing is, is, the thing crazy, is, I man. drove. Without,
2: I drove without my lights on, and I, <laughs> the whole time. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: oh man. How, how did your parents find out that you pulled out the car like They woke Dude, up. Dude, what the... do you
2: mean? I, I, my, my mom was in the living room. I unlocked the door. She locked it right back. I said, it's me. So she was awake at the time I came home. I wouldn't have gotten caught, you know? I think I actually probably would have gotten caught just because, like, how the parking was. Yeah. Because yeah, my first time taking a car. <laughs> my first time, you know, my parents taught me how to drive because I would drive them home from being drunk and all that stuff, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. I had an idea. Oh, to, to <laughs> okay. Like, no, they taught me
1: early.
2: They taught me Yeah, early. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of my parents learned how to drive a car when they were, like, 12 or
0: 11, you know? Yeah, yeah. He I was, learned uh, how to drive 15.
2: Hayden still doesn't know how to drive. It's crazy.
0: Well, you don't. You don't really need a car in Spain. Honestly. You don't need a car in Spain. So unless, unless you loser, leave there, loser. Unless you live like outside of the cities, then okay.
1: Uh, to be honest, like when I go back home, I go to DC. Like I don't even need a car in DC. Like. <laughs> True. DC is like this almost the same metropolitan space as Barcelona, and it has pretty good metro system
2: compared to like New York or like some other weird place. So, all right, whatever, loser. But, anyways, the, 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 the <laughs> thing is, you know, there's pros and cons to
0: being, you know, away alone. from your parents. But yeah, like one, one thing you said that I, I just remember now, like I'm being taught the wrong and the right. I yeah. feel like with my mama, I had more of that. But like right or wrong to her eyes, you know, like according to her morals and shit. Mm -hmm. But with my dad, I never really had that. My dad was always like a very neutral guy. He would never like try and persuade me to do anything. It's the thing. Yeah, let you you. do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. He would always tell me like, yo, there's this and this. You call your shots. I will support you no matter what decision, as long as you don't kill or rape anybody. Those—that's a very words.
2: good message to to deliver to your kids, though.
0: Yeah, those were his words. Like, <laughs> I'll I'll be by your side, yeah, no matter what your decision is, as long as you know you're not hurting anybody else or like doing stupid stuff. But there's this and this. These are the consequences. You call it, and I I feel like. I wanna raise my kids like that because I want them to make their decisions. Cause if not, they grow up to be some of my friends that cannot commit, cannot make a decision in their own. Like they have to run everything by their friends. And like that Yeah,
1: are we so, throwing shots now? Like holy crap. I didn't I didn't throw hey, shots the, what, at anybody. I mean I fuck
2: the deal yeah.
1: I feel like, like we all know friends. who you're talking about. Some of your friends, I feel
0: like you're only talking about one. No, like my friends in Brazil, dude.
2: Oh, okay. Anyways. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, no, like, I get what you're saying. Like, uh, the thing, I wanted to be like that, too, but you know what? I feel like I'd be just as strict as my parents are, because, like, like believe it or not, at the end of the day, I feel like... I'm just going to sound really fucking cocky right now, guys, but I feel like in terms of, like, all roundness, I feel like I'm one of the better people on this goddamn planet. You know what I mean? So it's like... Like, though, it was, I don't know. Like,
0: like Girl, you, can't, you can't get canceled for that. <laughs> what do you, how yeah.
2: could I get canceled for that? Like, no, like, my parents raised me, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, grew up knowing what's right and what's wrong. And like, now that I'm a full blown adult in, you know, like the world that we're living in, I feel like we're okay, you know? Like,
0: mm-hmm. I, I mean, dude, but like, it's like this being one of the better people or like just right or wrong. It's, it's really hard to say what's right and what's wrong because it, it really can't change according to your beliefs and morals, you know, for yeah. some people it's right to eat meat and for others it, it isn't. So, you know, but can't... I'm talking
2: about like, not in like, okay. Like I'm talking about like, and being open and being, uh, you know, smart, n- Like you, you know, knowing what is okay and what isn't like, yeah, like there are other people who believe different things, but I'm open into, you know, knowing that people can believe different things and I'm accepting. doesn't mean I have to agree with it, but Mm -hmm. I understand that people think different things and that's okay.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I
2: also know what I shouldn't and what I should do. Do I do bad things sometimes?
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. We all do. We all do. Yes.
2: But Hayden like you know, that
0: doesn't—that
2: doesn't mean like I break the you know. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't know what Hayden does wrong, low-key, But no, nah, like <laughs> Hayden's face right now is fucking funny. Like, what the fuck did I just get? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Did
1: I just get a no. shot thrown my way?
2: Like no, Hayden doesn't do it. No, no, Hayden doesn't do much wrong. Hayden, Hayden, Hayden's an idiot, but he doesn't do anything.
0: Like uh, no he's, he's a lovely idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I do
2: I do like
1: like stupid things that are like light, stupid things. I don't do like really stupid
2: things. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. No, and that's that's also like that, that's the thing that you know, heavy heavy, stupid things, we don't do it. Like, I don't do that
1: at all. No, I don't have patience for that. Uh, And I think we've, like, all known, like, for instance, when our friend uh, S came to live with us, I was like, dude, I do not have patience for this at all. Uh, He didn't didn't do big, stupid things, though. Okay, I know. He didn't do big, stupid things. But, like, if he, like, screwed up on some of those things that he did, they could have been really big,
0: stupid things. I don't know. I I, I feel like uh, the other guy that lived with you guys, uh, he did a big stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, he did a big stupid thing. You know, and that was. Uh, no more
2: talking about it. He knows. He, I think, I think he knows. Yeah. No, that was one thing too that I. But you and know, doing thing stupid
0: like... things is part of growing up, and I feel okay, like but... the more yeah, there's you... a
2: line. When's the cutoff, though? When's the cutoff of, like, love, like, I just want to know from you guys, like, when is the age cutoff, like, where you should, of course, people are going to continue to learn as they grow
0: up, even going into their Living and learning, bro. You you live and you learn. I don't feel like there's a cutoff. I feel like you can be doing stupid things up to your death, you know? You make stupid decisions, you live and you learn. And especially living alone, more exposed to doing stupid things, because we're, what, 14, 15, 17, like up to 20 years old and we are still young and like, just we make dumb decisions, you know? And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think it up depends to on a the line point. that like, as long as you don't cross that, that line, that fine line where you're not like hurting someone else or offending someone else, feel like you're fine. You know, you are just going to learn from your, from your mistake. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not I remembered not to trust certain people too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. For he sure. doesn't trust me. Also, like I, I learned a lot of street smarts living alone. I think, uh, draw Chris. Chris already had like Chris is just my like, mom oh, taught think, me my street. Yeah, no, I, I think Chris is just like all. Screen. Yeah, Chris is just all around like uh all rounder, the
2: best one of the one of the best people in the goddamn world. Uh, I, dude, I remember story. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i remember a story uh i remember w- when we went out and dude joao almost got robbed and i was an idiot and i almost went straight like going after like that person and he was in a like big
0: group of people bro we we fought them we already told that story in the podcast yeah right? i know I'm not i have sure. no idea but i would get in Anyways, we, but we fought them and then they just ran ran out. It was a yeah. really small fight though, it wasn't like anything super big. I I just think though, like we we it was a like it
1: could have been like it winded up being okay, but like it could have gone really bad. Oh yeah,
0: it was a it was a stupid decision to fight, yeah. back, you know. Like it could have gone know. really bad. We don't know what, what they if have. they what if they had a knife or a Draco. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you, you you never you never fucking know. But it's that that thing. It's you live and you learn. You know, you made a stupid decision, learn from it. On to the next one. If you keep looking back, you're never gonna be able to look forward.
2: Uh, like I said, though, I think it depends on the weight. Just because you could do something stupid, and like you get like the moment you get caught and punished for that like in america you can go to jail you know what i mean it's like it's so it's so easy you know to get caught anywhere
1: i think that's anywhere but like yeah i think one of the biggest and stupidest things i've ever done was like i got a concussion yeah um and i was gonna be out for like four days or something and for some reason me being, like, stupid and, like, um, totally obsessed over, like, a girl decided to, like, oh, yeah, I just got a concussion. I'm gonna travel halfway across the other country to go back to Barcelona and, uh, be with that person, and then on top of it, when I got there, um, my parents found out, obviously, I don't know how, but they did, um, that I did that, um, I almost quit soccer. Like, I don't know. That was really love is something dangerous, dude. Yeah. I mean, there's a certain thing that wasn't love. That was obsession. That was stupid. Um dangerous feeling. Yeah. Um, but like those are things that I think you learn from too. I mean, I I you you live in your line, but that was one of the biggest mistakes I've, I think I've made in my life. And luckily, it didn't have that many
0: consequences, but like, it was still really stupid. I think one of the biggest mistakes I've done in my life, I don't really know, honestly. I don't think I have, well.
2: <laughs> well, Joao's perfect if you guys didn't know this before. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> thought never committed a goddamn thing in his life and he has no he committed no grave sin okay he's a saint he's yeah, a god child man. of god <laughs> <laughs> literally the he's literally kaka from brazil you know uh kaka no. wait how do, you see, how do you how do he say his name kaka yeah
0: yeah okay it's like i mean i've stupid mistake oh well, stupid things you've done because i yeah. know <laughs> like <laughs> not a ton i don't to think of
1: like a like major mistakes though i don't i don't know at least when you were with us
2: i don't like something brash something brash i feel like the only mistake that you made when you know when when it's been brash has been like you wanting to move that that period of time where you wanted to move to la oh yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that was that
2: would have
1: almost been a huge mistake yeah, yeah. that's that's right but, like, I feel like... But that wasn't a mistake. No, no he didn't I'm, make any mistakes.
2: I, yeah, I'm just saying, like, he was very I made for
0: there. I, I made one mistake once. It wasn't really a mistake. I got catfish.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you guys know. Missed. And then from that time, from that point on, like, I started asking for IDs before I get with <laughs> anyone. It's like, <laughs> prove me your age, because... So for those who don't know, I was 18. I met this girl on Tinder. And turned out that after everything happened, she told me her real age was like 16 or something. And I was like, fuck. Cause she told me so on Tinder she was as 19. And then she told me she was turning 18, like in three months. And I was like, okay. That should be fine. Especially, we were in Spain, so like legal age there is a little different.
1: Legal age it, of it, consent is sixteen technically in Spain. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, and plus it, you know, it wasn't a, 18 it old definitely old. wasn't illegal, but like
0: it's kind of like weird for us. Yeah, it was definitely like kind of, kind of weird, but you know, from that I learned that you can't really be. <laughs> getting with anybody and you have to make sure whoever you do this thing especially now like with the i don't want to sound cocky or anything but with the exposure i have due Mm -hmm. to my platforms and all that i I have to be extra careful every time i do anything
1: okay Uh, yeah for sure but
0: i think i think that's
1: like definitely a problem that i think everyone should like put in perspective, please don't lie about your age. <laughs> yeah. That, that can fuck up somebody's life. Like yeah, for real. Like that can really screw up somebody's life. Um yeah, so people just enjoy the
2: anarchy, you know.
1: Yeah, I know. It's kind of messed up though.
2: Um I think I got it, I got That shouldn't be too. the lesson though. I think that shouldn't be the lesson though. Oh, I feel yeah. like the lesson should be to just be careful. Because I know yeah, that definitely. that's like one of the messages that you that I got from my from my mom. You know, I don't talk to my dad that much, but my mom gives me all the lessons. She's the reason why, you know, I am the person who I am today. She would always tell me, you know, it's okay, you know, to like, you know, like certain people, you know, and you can like two different people at the same time, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. But she said at some point, though, you do got to be careful because you don't know how people are going to react. And then, like, you could also get in trouble for liking certain people, you know, and you if that ever comes down to it, leave it alone, no matter what you're and then, like, you know, the thing is, like, when you're when you're unknowing of like that kind of stuff, like that really fucks you. And people don't know how bad that could fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, So that's like... why, like, you always got to be careful in who you trust. Right. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I got catfish
1: too. Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah, catfish I the, the year you came, and the that was even worse because it could have been way worse because like, um, I went to like the clubs here. By the way, in Spain are like eighteen and over, so wow. I was eighteen. Um, I just earned turned eighteen, and yeah, same thing, but like. Alcohol is involved, which is a problem, and like other things well, are
2: involved. It's, it's a good thing that you found out, though, like from other people, like you know, yeah. that, like she was, you know, doing that shit rather than you know before you even got to doing anything, like yeah,
0: for real, yeah, for sure.
1: No, because that that was like that was a that that really could have been a problem, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the same thing yeah. that
1: ha- the same thing almost happened to e- S. You remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny.
0: All right. That was actually uh, really my 20. 18th birthday your 21st. Yeah. Crazy. But dude, I feel like we're all uh we're all out there, you know, for those things. Like we mm-hmm. all have the risk of going through those things because we all live in. It's just the message I want. I want to give with all this that I said. I think that you live and you learn. Just make sure you're not repeating your mistakes. And if you're living alone you're at a higher risk of making stupid decisions because sometimes you're not gonna have the guidance of your parents unless like you're on your ass every two seconds which I don't agree with but like you're gonna you're going to make stupid decisions and mistakes and that's inevitable and you just have to deal with the consequences and make sure you learn from it that's what I want our listeners to get out of this you know mm-hmm
2: no yeah they're good messages to put out and uh it's it, no it's, it, it's really important that you know you're understanding like you can have an opinion on something just to, but you have to make sure that you're understanding and you have to respect what other people think Does that make yes sense?
0: yes yeah mm-hmm. Every, at the end of the day everybody's gonna have a different opinion you just have to right. be respectful and understand like us over here we're three people who have three different opinions and different scenarios but we all respect each other and you know we're friends oh yeah for sure like hayden i have one question since like the topics like pretty much being alone and grow- growing up alone what was the hardest part for you on growing up away from your family and like what do you think you struggled the most? Same question to you, Chris, for like whoever wants to answer first. Like, I mean, you didn't really grow up away, from, but like the, the time you was a, you were away from the, your family. Wow, that's actually, now that I
1: think of it, that's a weighty question.
2: Racism was the hardest part. Uh, just because. That's like,
1: definitely up there. That is definitely top. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely no, I'm not gonna lie. That is definitely top two.
2: It wasn't a top really, thing for Hayden, bro. It wasn't a top thing. Heart heartbreak was the first thing
0: for Hayden, Loki. No, no, I see Spain, Spain is such a racist country, dude. Like, no, I am, but like guys, yeah. I I'm, I'm white. Like, I'm actually white, and I was a victim of racism. Yeah, dude, it's crazy though. It's, like, it's insane. Not, not really. Mikey's like a xenophobia. Is that right? Is that
2: xenophobia? Like yeah, xenophobia? Xenophobia? Some sort of racism? No? What? Isn't xenophobia considered some sort of like... Yeah, it is. Still part it of is. Of it? It's okay. like the
0: phobia of foreigners or like... Yeah, immigrants yeah, 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 In general. Like I, I feel like we all been victim of it and being away from our family.
1: Yeah, yeah, that it's, was
0: that was probably up there.
1: That that's crazy. It's so like, um, casual here though. Yeah, people it's like people casual say, racism
0: here. It's people, weird. People say that America is racist, like they had never been to Spain. Dude.
1: Yeah, like Bro. they and they they will be like, "Wow, you you're from like really racist country," but like, I'll be on a soccer field with like a. Uh, like a guy that's like of African descent, and they literally call him negro. Negro. Yes, that's that's what they call the black or, people. Or like when you're fast, they like they literally say hostia, corre como un negro. Yes. Are you kidding me? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really,
0: and that's just like,
1: like socially accepted.
0: Dude, my well, first. I was I was 16 years old. My first training with the first team on my first club in Spain. The the guy like. Training ends. Like we have to pick up all the, the stuff, right? Like the balls, the cones, and all that shit. Fucking goalkeeper, like the the other goalkeeper, looks at the black guy. He's like, "Uh, deja que los negros recogen." Like, let, oh let the, my let the god. blacks let the blacks no pick way. it up. Swear yeah. to fucking god, dude. Wow. No, no, no. Wow. He said, "En el otro equipo los negros recogen," something like that but still still fucked up like on the other team yeah, the, no, the black guys would, No, it's
1: like yeah. casual racism. It's insane. And literally you know, nobody
0: said anything.
1: No, no, you know it's crazy because like you know that ref that got in trouble at the Champions League for saying um uh cc foil negro or something like that. Mhm. Mhm. That's like that happens like every weekend. Yes. Here. No, 100%. Like every weekend like that, no matter what, like it's crazy. And like, it's just so, so casual. Yeah. But anyways, that was definitely one of the top two. I think the, <laughs> I, um, yeah, actually I think <laughs> it's crazy too. Cause I think it was literally the first day Chris got here. Uh, we were crossing the street to go get groceries. Literally the first day Chris got here an old man starts shouting shit at us like, Go home! Like, Why the fuck are there immigrants here? Blah blah blah. blah. That's
0: so fucked, the man.
1: first fucking day he got here. That was, it was crazy. So
2: bad. It was so bad because this is one of those stupid moments that we shouldn't have done this. Where we're like, Let's cross the street and walk past them. <laughs> we walked, yeah, past them. we walked <laughs> straight
1: <laughs> past them. The thing is, he got that was so quiet. I,
2: thought yeah, it was kind of think... stupid. I don't Just think... being, you I'm know, not... intimidating people. I
1: mean, now I don't think that's a stupid thing because why the fuck would, should I like be silenced by an old man who's racist or fascist or, I feel
2: like et cetera. he's going to, he's going to die soon. Anyway, why not take the high road is what I believe, you know, like, you know, obviously you don't have to, you know, take the high road all the time, but that's what I I mean. I, yeah, yeah. obviously. After, I, that's I, what I, I thought after, after you know, yeah. in the moment I was like, eh, let's go. No. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you're saying that, like, from far away, man,
2: like... Yeah, say it to my oh, face. Yeah, That's yeah, like, say
1: it to my face. Like, go say, ahead, I ahead. won't do anything. I won't do it. I won't punch you or anything, but, like, say it to my face. Like, don't be, like... If you're gonna be, like, do that, like... What? Like...
0: I don't know. Go ahead, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, John. Yeah, like, racism. Like, dude, in the fucking locker room, kids would, like, make fun of me. Because I moved to Spain at first. I was, a like, Illegal. I have Italian citizenship, but it took like a year and a half to come out, so I was illegal at first. Like I heard so many sin papeles joke jokes, like mm-hmm. actually, I I not even count. If I had a dollar, <laughs> oh man, the things I could buy. <laughs> you know, for the every you fucking buy. no paper, like for not having papers type of joke, dude.
1: The the thing that fucking really annoyed me uh was like. When mm-hmm. they would say shit like, oh, yeah, but he talks like an Indian. Habla como un indio or something like that. Mm-hmm. That shit would actually piss me off. Because, like, what the fuck is wrong with, like, uh, like, dude, Spanish is my second language. Like, fuck off. Or, like, yeah. for Latin people... Like they they literally say like watch you or punchy or some shit like that, which is like racist. Like, yeah, that's really racist, too. That's like. Like, that's like calling somebody in the US like a dirty Mexican.
0: Mm -hmm. No, it's fucked up. Like, it's really fucked up. Fucking <laughs> and it's it's really funny because they, they think America's a racist country. No,
1: it's just socially accepted and they just say it like it's nothing. Yeah, which yeah is it's it's very
2: casual.
0: People. It's very, very casual. And well, they the laugh is,
2: about it. Well, okay, so that's what I was getting at with Joa's original question. I was like, what was the hardest the hard when I say racism, the hardest thing for me was is the fact that I would go to trainings and to these games, you know, and I would just be mistreated by my um my teammates and my coach like they would call me they would tell me puto americano i'm mm-hmm. like fuck you first of all you know
0: and so like <laughs> yeah, i would i would
2: tell the fucking president i'd be like yo like like what the fuck bitch. they just told me this like like not no like like i'd tell the president i'd be like hey yo like i i'm not feeling like there's a lot of love here like w- like can i like you know can yeah. can i get something done about it you know cuz i'm not going to sit there like you know fucking just go with, you know and deal with it and it got worse so you know uh Hayden's dad doesn't know but I might as well say, say it now on the podcast so he finds out through here but you know I got into a fight on the first team and I got you know moved to the B team and I got in the fight there so I ended up going back with the A team so like it is what it is you know like and it's it forms from that you know like I had no the hardest I think I'm in Placencia because that was my most darkest time in Spain this is I do so much of
1: it. Yeah, I, I sincerely believe though that like um you probably noticed it more, like it was more like apparent to you because you didn't grow up here. So like yeah. to you yeah. to you to you it's not socially accepted acceptable to like go through that shit. Well who like, calls for me, somebody Puto Americano, you know what I mean? Yeah, like for me, I was just like like it, it's just like goes to the back of my head now because like like, I've been here so long. Like, it's just, like, why the fuck am I going to say everything anything every fucking time? Yeah. Like, it, there's no point. It's not going to stop. Like, to, for you me, like, I
2: don't know. And the thing was, and that's, like, the thing, too. They call, What did you guys call me? What was my nickname for you guys? And you're dead. When you guys yeah, saw dude. me playing a game. Exactly. Because I didn't take nothing, dude. I fucking, every time somebody said something to me, I said something back. Because Oh, I yeah, no. For,
1: for sure. On the field, though, like whenever I'm going against my other team, like, another team, if somebody were to say something to me, um, I would go straight up
0: and be I, like... So funny no, for
1: this, I'd be like, what the Chris fuck are you talking bitches. about?
0: Dude, no. this Chris calling the guy bitch in, in, the, in the box, like, in no, the yeah, thing. Oh, I mean that was that. funny, though. That was funny, though, because, like,
1: uh, the play right before that, he made the shit out of him. Like, the shit. It's like... Fucking bitch.
2: <laughs> you no, say no, he's, he's like, bitch? speak to me in English. No, I said, shut the fuck up. And he's like, I said, shut the fuck up, bitch. And then he goes, say it to me in Spanish. I was like, caite la So it's a, <laughs> he was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> you know? No, no. but... The, okay but the thing is it wasn't just from my it wasn't just from like the opposing team it was from my teammates too like yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know during the game you know when i would help with an assist or i would I, I would score you know what i mean so i don't i just didn't understand where this was coming from because i wasn't a bad player yeah you know maybe i, I wasn't just, the best player i came off the bench you know but i still fucking contributed a fuck ton to the team so i was like why the fuck am i still being treated like this
0: I feel I feel like in the the small cities like where Hayden is plus where you were oh it's fucking worse it, like, it was, it's even worse because in Bar- Barcelona is such a big city and very international so people mm-hmm. even though there's still racism and this like mis- mistreatment with foreigners and all that like I feel it's a little better considering like you're used to it immigration and all that but like small cities like Placentia, it's just even worse people feel like oh my god these immigrants are coming here taking our kids spots and shit so they just treat you bad you it was know, I, don't I don't think that's
1: i remember fair. we were in a cup game and i think chris was there and uh sean was there too um and i would i it was after the game after the game i i'm like looking up to, at you guys and i and um you're like uh-huh. you're like Hit you, were like, hit the I jump was man. Not, or something. I did
2: not do that. I did not. Somebody, do that. somebody
1: did that. said hit the jump it man. Was shot. Or something.
2: It was Sean. I'm throwing
1: names out. <laughs> no way. No, okay. Yeah. But it wasn't like a bad thing either. No, like, no, no, no. What no. was it? It was, we had it was funny. So I was like, and I was like, so I just like hit it. But like, it wasn't even yeah. like a bad thing. Yeah. I did the Millie Rock. Yeah. It was the Millie Rock, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. And literally, I did that. And, like, there was a whole out brawl about almost, like, spun out of control off of that. Well, you were just like,
2: looking at us, and we were all, like, we were doing this, and so you started yeah. doing it. And then, and then and like then somebody came up from the bench, and they were all, like... They said they, I don't, they wanted to fight you or some shit. Yeah, they were,
1: like... Uh, uh, I don't know, but they said something that really, like, had me shook, too, like, that I was, like, really pissed about. And I know... It was really bad. And it was, like, really bad racial slur because, like, my dad was, like, livid. Yeah. (laughs) like
2: he was livid
0: at you after.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was pissed at me after. I mean, it makes sense. But, like, he was livid, like... Oh,
0: yeah. It was
1: crazy. But, yeah, I think the... Going back to Joao's question... um, The second... Besides racism, do you have... Yeah, besides racism, I think was... The The thing that, like, I think I had most difficulty, was it? What was your question again? Difficulty?
0: Yeah, like, the, the biggest, the hardest part, pretty much. Difficulty. I think was
1: uh, if it was really worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, if uh, all yes. of the sacrifice was really yeah. worth, like, the, like uh, the, yes. the, the doubt in the back of your mind. Yeah, was if all of this was actually worth it, you know? Well, you well I mean, but you're re- still doing until it, until though. The end. No, no, I'm still doing it now. But like yeah. um it's exactly as jealous as it back then though, like I I had like a lot of questions in my mind, and I think it actually like it damaged my development as
0: a player. Yeah. So I mean but, dude, I think every every player goes through that and every person goes through that, you know, like the is it really worth it? Yeah. I mean there might be like I don't know the one percent of people that don't have those doubts, but like I I went through that and like, looking back at it, I was like, yeah, it was. You know, if it wasn't for soccer, I wouldn't have met you guys. If it wasn't for me going to Barcelona, I would never met have never met you guys. I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for the decisions I made. In my opinion, it was all worth it for me at least. But you know, every person is a person.
2: Yeah. You know what I I have a it's not like a hard time that i'm having right now but like occasionally i will think that like because all my friends are about to graduate right now like this semester so they're all going to be doing their own things a lot of them are moved out you know Mm -hmm. and to an extent i'm not jealous but i'm envious of that you know because as i you know with my friends, I'm very envious just because I always want my friends to do the best. That's why I, you know, I tweeted out like maybe like a few weeks ago. I'm so happy Jawal gets to do his shit. You know what I mean? Cause like, like, you know, it's like a dream, like of mine to like, see like everybody like thriving, you know? And so to see myself, you know, you know, being just a little bit behind for, and it's why like a few years I might add. So like for me, you yeah, know, it does take a little bit of a toll on me and I feel like, you know, I, I wanted to catch up. I don't want to be behind. I don't like being behind. I'm very competitive as well, you know? So, mm-hmm. oh, man, seeing, seeing you know, my friends doing all this, like, it makes me, it doesn't make me question, but sometimes, like, I, I think, because my parents never wanted me to go there to begin with, and my mom's always like, where did it get you, you know? And so sometimes, yeah, that gets to me, and I'm like, you know, where did it get me? But then I realized, you know, I wouldn't be friends with. You know, superstar draw Cornell or I wouldn't be friends with Lost in Sunderland or you know, Hayden. Like Hayden's one of my best fucking friends. Like, like no cap. Hayden knows it. We hated you, know, you guys, I mean he hated me. I fucking know I did hate Hayden. He legitimately hated me. Didn't like him. He was an asshole. But uh, you know, you know, being alone brought us together. And oh, sure. you know, now our bonds almost unbreakable. Like, yeah, Hayden pisses me off a lot of the time. and I'll let him know. Most but of the time. that's that's my fucking boy right there. No, I, that's my fucking boy right there, though. No, it, it's the same. It's, I, you know, it goes for
0: everybody. Like, like really, you guys are my boys. I thought Chris didn't like me in the beginning. <laughs> in the beginning, I really thought he did not like me.
1: <laughs> Chris, Chris nah, doesn't just like anybody no, just, in the beginning.
0: It was you, so funny. No, like, no, sometimes not, I, w- I would talk to him, and he would, like, just not respond. <laughs> Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> when, when? No, you like, would I remember. Like, the- I remember that because you asked
0: me, too. You were all like, yeah.
1: like Because he, like, doesn't respond to me
0: sometimes. Yeah, in the very beginning, you were very, like, you know, like, I had a oh, barrier I've... in me almost.
2: Yeah, I do have a. am very shy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm shy when it, it, I... It, it, it was, was
0: so cool. funny because, like, most of the boys, at least, like... I met at first Lawson and Aldo, and they were all super like wood and You know, you know how Aldo is. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. okay, and well, then like I met the, you the and the I was one. like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this he, kid's gonna kill me. He,
1: he, <laughs> yeah, I remember my first impression of Joao, I thought he was a fucking dick. You're ready the to tell the story. Yeah, I thought he was an asshole. Like I don't remember. Well, I always thought Joao you. was
2: a nice person. Uh, I remember it, it's, it's
1: my, the, the, I, 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 I just know. wish you were with us. I
2: wish you were but with us that first will, day. You would have been like. I will admit it. What the fuck? I will admit though, that in Spain, maybe because it was the environment around me, that I was almost in a hostile state. And you know what I mean? Hayden. like Hayden knows. Like I was, depending like on the person, I was very hostile. Yeah. You know? Because Mm -hmm. a lot of the times there I felt attacked and, you know, I was always in this, you know, eat or be eaten, you Mm -hmm. know, like mentality. So that, that kind of affected me. And then, you know, I, with the shit going on, you know, dude, I just, the thing is I just don't fuck with a lot of people in Spain now. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the people that came to Spain, I didn't like and so yeah i put up a goddamn bar- yeah I, I put up a barrier because i was like dude like i i always have to feel somebody out before now mm-hmm. before i get to cracking, you know like cracking down yeah like it's different like you know like when somebody you know meets somebody for the first time they start dating somebody and then they bring them to like you know like the group friend table you know i'm still gonna be myself obviously you know so gonna mm-hmm. try and make everybody at the table laugh but if I'm meeting somebody by myself for like the first time, like Hayden knows. I, Hayden asked me how his cooking was with no, you know, before he knew how to cook. And I looked around <laughs> the table and they all looked at me because it was just plain white rice of uh, meat cooked with no spices. And this,
1: this was before I like actually, I mean, I had honestly gave a fuck about cooking before this, but like not in mass. So like yeah. I was cooking for yes. everyone and I like just like, I was tired because I had come from training. I was like, I was kind of like not giving
2: a fuck about it. Hayden, it's okay to not defend. Hayden didn't know how to cook, basically. It was trash. trash. It was ass. It was absolute ass cheeks. It was but
1: horrible. Here, here,
2: here, here, he asked bro. me, he, he asked me, he asked me, Um, how does the food taste? And I looked up and I looked, everybody was looking at me. And I swear to God, I told I kept my head down. I said, it's good. And I ate <laughs> Later, later, did I realize when I was talking with Sean? He's like, "Yeah, we were all just wanting to see if you'd tell the truth." <laughs> <laughs> and well, you know, I thought, I thought, you know, that they were like, you know, like, what is he gonna say if he says anything bad about Hayden? I always tell him, like, I thought you guys were Hayden's lackeys, like, you no, know, following every word that Hayden says, you know? Yeah. Little did I know, we all treat Hayden the same. So it was a beautiful relationship that me and everybody had, you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> hey, Hayden just receives the blunt end of the stick every time, and it's so sad, but so funny to see. Yeah, he's like the most unlucky Hayden. person on earth. Yeah, yeah, I know we love Hayden, but
0: it's, it's funny because there's so. I was a cop when I was younger, so I don't know. I just it only it only happens to Hayden.
1: <laughs> but anyways, Hayden
0: thing. but yeah. So back to my question, I feel like you both answered. I didn't get the chance, so I feel like the hardest. Thing for me was being away from my family and not being able to play. Because when I was in Spain, I was training every Mm -hmm. single day, I wouldn't miss one day of training. I dropped out of school to train twice a day, and it was so frustrating for me when I wasn't able to play. I only got to play when I turned 18. And that was really, really frustrating to me. And it was really hard to keep myself motivated. And, you know, just trying to stay in the grind when I wouldn't get any reward out of it. It's like I was literally working my ass off every single day. And I wouldn't get what I was expecting. So those were probably the two hardest thing for for me, being away from my family, like my mom, my sister, my grandpa my aunts and then the fact that i didn't get what i expected but you know god's plan he has bigger things for us in life and thank thank him i'm here now All Right. Yeah. no yeah well i think um uh, i think we're gonna wrap it up here guys yeah i feel like this was the episode four Talked yeah, about other experiences is, being alone, yeah, quick little alone. hour
2: quick, quick quick little hour we got going on here it's yeah. uh it was nice talking to you guys of course remember to follow the socials um uh draw drop yours first and then Hayden, and then i might go now less. i'm not sure what because i know Sorry. i know you mentioned your socials in the beginning
0: oh uh, okay all right just one second before we wrap it up let's do the quick top three <laughs> okay yeah go ahead. Yeah, yeah, every podcast forgot. oh yeah we right. almost forgot so yes. we like to wind our podcast every day with like a little top three, you know, and the Juice Boys are going to start talking a little more about social media and social media related topics because something we all like. So to wrap this podcast up, what are your favorite three social media influencers? voice?
2: Who's mm. going first? I'm, I'm not starting first i can go first mine are three gamers rhyme style uh siri x and Dado doya bang three idiots right there amazing funny
1: all right hayden hayden um okay i like emson my uh my i think his name is he's a tiktoker and also a youtube guy who like kind of does like fashion stuff but he like bases his fat fashion um Outfits out of characters from, like, anime and, like, TV series and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like dancing, so my second is, uh,
0: Jean-Victor. Oh, man, I thought going to say Chris Breezy. I thought you were going <laughs> to say Just Michael. Oh, no. Jean, uh, Jean-Victor. Yeah. Um, and my
1: first is my number one social media person. His name is
0: Joao Cornell. <laughs> this guy. Love you too, dude. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, that nah. no, was a lie. Yeah, I'm
1: just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, I got you on top because you're the coolest person I know.
0: Yeah, you're, know. you're, you got to know, know that, that influencer, you're Yeah. You're my friend. I don't, yeah, see you're, my you're, you're my friend. You're my friend. So, my favorite is probably, uh, third I would say Taylor Holder I really feel like he's a super nice guy and his videos are fucking hilarious honestly second um, I really like this is very controversial but no 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 actually no, Sorry. no, no, no.
2: Go ahead. No, no, man. no. Of, uh, I, three. You get an no, honorable mention. Three. You get an honorable. No, 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 no. no, honorable mentions. Come on, this is the three. The three.
0: All right. So, at number two, probably. Bro, I don't. I don't really know uh Jake Paul. Fuck okay. <laughs> it.
1: What? I hate uh, you now. You're not my what? number one. Not joking. <laughs> You hate what it? Happened? Why?
2: What do you mean? <laughs> I I honestly I love Lo- I love like watching Logan shit and looking at his video. I don't like Jake Paul. I- I'm going to be honest.
0: I I don't like him as a person. I feel uh, like he's just I I like the way that he's just himself and he doesn't give a fuck.
1: Okay, but like
0: is that but really like,
1: himself though? Like Yeah, that's and then, his persona. I feel like that's his persona. Could be.
2: I heard he's an asshole. I hope he gets knocked out. <laughs> And then the, I don't think he's gonna get knocked out. My
0: favorite, my favorite social media influencer is Bryce Hall. Really? That yeah. one's controversial. That one's I, controversial. I really like him.
2: He said Jake Paul thinking that Bryce Hall wasn't gonna be
0: worse. <laughs> I really like Bryce Hall. I feel like oh, yeah, his he's, are, videos. he's he's yeah. a hustler, honestly, dude. Like he he's is, really no, smart and he has been on the game for over seven years now. Yeah, he's- he built his following out of nothing so i really admire and look up to him i would love to collab with him one day he follows me on tiktok and everything. oh yeah really that's that, pretty that's a that's a big flex <laughs> in my opinion but like yeah bryce hall definitely my favorite social media influencer
1: joao's draw's oh, yeah. mouth is salivating right now oh yeah 100 i would love to have bryce hall I'm pretty sure Joao would like literally drool if like Bryce oh, yeah. just, like, he, showed he up right
0: I, I'll give him the the glizzy glizzy gobbler
2: 9,000 oh my god but,
0: but would you accept god. it oh yeah
2: dude alright we're at it. alright
0: alright guys we're wrapping it up follow see you next week follow the boys on the socials Joao Cornell underscore G23 and. Lin, 22 Let's right, go. Guys. We'll see you next week, right, guys. You guys so Love you. See you next week. Peace. Love you.